Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is uh, October 19th. The time is about 11.30 and Reddy Newman PC has been conducting these free calls from past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, you have to show your face and you have to let Gayatri know that you're a newcomer. You will be promoted if you're a newcomer. Nupur? Yeah, hi, uh, Rahul. Uh, so I'm planning to move my uh, jobs like next month. And mm-hmm. I have both an EB3 and EB2 I-140 approved. Um, is there anything that I need before leaving the company to port my priority date, which is of um, Jan 9th, 2014? Jan 9th what? 2014. So if you are an EB2, but you have filed adjustment of status in EB3, is right? Not I have two. not filed. I just have an I-140 approved. I like missed the window of applying my 485. Oh, come on. So, so like, but that, that company is going to start my perm process even before I join, like along with my H-1B transfer, they'll, they'll start um, my perm process. Y- 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 it is better that you get a I-140 petition copy for both EB2 and EB3. You can go online to F-O-I-S-U-S-C-I-S, okay? Just Google that out, okay? okay. They will provide you with that. It takes only three weeks for you to get it. Gayatri is going to provide a link for you how to go there and get it, okay? Okay, and that's all I, I'll need, right? Right, and you don't need that from your company. You only need, you okay. can get it from USCIS because company won't provide all the confidential information. Okay. Okay. Great. Thank you so much, Rahul. Anurais? Hi, Rahul. My H4 and EAD RD is October 2020. So in between, we went to India and got uh, the H4 stamp. What is called as RD? It's a receipt date. Okay. Your EAD and advanced parole date is what? It's H4 plus EAD. Oh, H4 H4 EAD. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Uh, so we went to India and got H4 stamped and we submitted documents in April. Uh, now my uh, now my uh, receipt date went out of processing time according to USCIS and I raised a service mm-hmm. request. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, I received RFE in September for updated I-94. Mm-hmm. I have sent them in a week and now uh, when I called USCIS, uh, they say that... Uh, your application is not considered out of processing time and because there's yeah, an RFE. Yeah, because there's an RFE, we would take more 90 days to respond. 
uh, we are considering filing litigation uh, what is your view on that and what is the success rate um, li uh, litigation success rate is low uh, that's the reason are absolutely nil right now that's the reason we are not filing litigation anymore we used to okay. do that we don't do that anymore okay uh, considering okay. it's uh, near back uh, is there any chance or for litigation no matter okay got it okay thank you okay then Radhika? Next question, please. Uh, yeah, hi Rahul. Thank you for this opportunity. Um, actually, I have a question on family-based immigration. I'm the petitioner mm -hmm. for my mother's GC and I have approved I-130. Um, we are yet to submit the financial uh, documents to... NHC. Wait, ma'am. Yeah. Wait, ma'am. Did you not file I-130 and 485 together? No, she is in India. So in the first step, uh, I had to only do I-130. But did she have a visiting visa to come into the United States? Before then? I mean, right now yeah. she is in India. But uh, No, before uh, she had a visiting visa? Yeah, she has a 10 years visitor visa. Yeah, it's always good to do the 485 application here rather than there. But that's okay. okay. Go ahead. So you okay. have an I-130 application. Okay. So my Approved. question okay. is, um, uh, she's caring for her mother in India and her mother is starting to develop some uh, uh, memory loss. So it won't be possible for her to come here for every uh, year, every, I mean, six months every year. Uh, so uh, is it uh, like, can we hold off on submitting the rest of the documentation until it is possible for her to come to the US for six months? No, ma'am, if, if you don't proceed for one year after the I-130 is approved, Mm -hmm. uh, then you will have to file the I-130 again. Okay. The okay. best policy would be that for you to withdraw the I-130 right now. Okay. The reason is that mm -hmm. if you have an I-130 approval, mm -hmm. you're telling that you want your mom the green card. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if your mom has a green card application, technically she's not supposed to visit United States. Okay. So with the approved so that is, that's what yeah, she that is. Okay. Yeah, that is interrupting her coming into United States. I see. So um, the better is to withdraw, let her keep coming and going. Mm -hmm. When and if you both guys change the decision, at that point of time, you can file a full eight point I one thirty. It's a bad, bad, bad decision to file the consular processing I one thirty. Okay. Um, okay. Okay, and um, so, but if I have like paid uh, the fees for that would be uh, not uh, refundable or something, right? Whatever I have paid. Not only, not only it's not refundable, it mm -hmm. is creating problems. She may create, a, when she's entering to the United States, you may want to have your mom speak with a lawyer though, because there is a chance they may deport her because you filed an I-130 application. Okay, so uh, I so you're saying that I should withdraw the I-130 at this point? That's right, ma'am. Okay. That's right, ma'am. Okay. Next person, please. Vamshi. Hi, Rahul. This is Vamshi. My priority date is uh, 2014 May. And uh, last month, uh, I got a request to submit my medicals for both my uh, for both me and for my wife. And we submitted my mm -hmm. medicals. And yesterday, I got my advanced parole denied. Um, it says the reason was like a, a USCS records might indicate you have engaged in fraud or misrepresentation to procure an immigration benefit. And I have a history in the past where uh, 
I went for uh, H1 visa stamping. I was drilled on my like a previous uh, employment history. I got a pink slip, and after three months of uh, wait period, uh, I got mm-hmm. my visa stamping. What so, is that company's name that you got grilled for? Uh, I have like both company A and B company. I went for stamping with company B, and they don't have like any issue mm-hmm. with company B. But they said like uh, all they want is like a uh, my employment history with uh, company A. Mm-hmm. And this okay. green card right now, the my I one forty petition is with the uh, company B. Okay. Yeah, that looks something wrong though. But uh, you have to consult a lawyer immediately, sir. Okay, and uh, the GC EAD was approved for both um, me and for my wife. EAD was approved, but uh, advanced payroll was denied just for me. But my wife got mm-hmm. uh, uh, advanced payroll approved. Okay. Yeah, you need to consult a lawyer. Is that something that I want... for fraud? Is that I'm something sorry? that I can I schedule some time with you? Yeah, yeah, you can go to RN Law Group and schedule a time with me. Okay. So is that something Next, like if I don't uh, respond to this? Uh, uh, no, I... sir. That's a serious matter. They're alleging oh. fraud there. Okay. So you just can't let it pass out and expect that they are saying that one officer is saying that you are fraudulent guy. The other officer is going to look at it and will will give a red carpet and give the green card to you. You need to be careful on these things. Okay. So next person, my, my next step would be like a setting up some consultation with. Uh, that's right right that's Thank right you. next next person please naveen hi um so this is probably similar to what vamshi was mentioning um we just found out last week so i've i've been on h4 ead for a couple of years we just found out that while my h4 was renewed the lawyers had not applied for my ead however i've been working since december 23 last year uh we've also currently have the uh, I4 uh, the um, uh, uh, 765 as part of uh, the priority dates being current so i'm stuck in this process where i've actually been working but it's come to light that i've been working without an ead card i've been working in startup companies so the employers failed to verify on the i9 process and i'm not sure what let's from what time you've been working not without ead what is the so, amount of time yeah, uh, it's been more than 180 days. So it's December 23, 2020 was when my last EAD card that I had in possession expired. And did you did you file the 485 application? For, yes. So for it, my wife's uh, 485. Yeah, you need to put the phone off and you need to consult a lawyer. Okay. All right. Next person, please. Don't leave your responsibilities on your lawyers, guys. Uh, on your lawyers, on your... Employers, you need to take the responsibility. You need to look into the things. Here is the question. If lawyer does a mistake, your employer does a mistake, you do a mistake, you will be the victim. Next person, please. Shahin. Hey, Rahul. This is Shahin here. Um, I have uh, I have an EB2 approved, I-140 approved uh, with the priority date of uh, April 2012. And... Uh, because the EB3 got current, so they applied a downgrade and uh, the 485s for me and my son. My son is 16 years old. So mm-hmm. I was wondering if, and the downgrade is not approved yet. So it, we are still waiting on that. So I was wondering if my my lawyer says that my son's age is locked the, the minute they apply no. the 485. 
No. Your uh, son's age will be that... blocked under only three. There are three conditions. He must be under 21, which he is. Okay. The final action date has to be current. And the I-140 must have been approved. It was the when third... they applied for it. You said the I-140 is still pending. The, it was approved for EB2, but it's pending. For Remember, EB2. that's not that's not what you used. The underlying I-140 must be approved, not a I-140, not any I-140. The underlying I-140 is not approved. I would suggest that. I would suggest that you file one more. Did you not try to convert into premium processing? Did you convert they, said it? That they, it, they couldn't do it in premium because it was a down, downgrade. Who said that? My, my lawyer was very uh, certain about the fact that we could not go with premium when it's, it, when it's the downgrade process. So even That's, though I knew so that I would pay for the... He, he has no clue what he's doing. Um, I want you to file okay. one more for your application right now. Um, and uh, I don't want you to convert into premium processing right now. You know why? Why is that? Because your priority date is not current in EB3, EB2, final action date, or EB3. So if your I-140 gets approved faster, it's not a good idea for you right now. It should have been, if it were, if it were been approved in the month of October, that's fine. If it's approved in November, which is not fine. So the best thing I would suggest is file one more for it for right. right now. One more with the EB2, is it? Or that is right. And you said, which is, okay. what is your EB2 prior to date, you said? My EB2 is uh, April uh, 12th, 2012. I want you to file one more and which try is, to see when. Uh, which is? I know. I know it's January, January 2012 is the current right now. April 2012 is not current right now. I still want you to file it because the filing date is current. Hopefully, so next month it becomes current. Okay, because um, I spoke to her just this morning. She said that we don't even have to do that. We can just send an email. You saying told that me that I want to. Uh, oh, you, you mean to say, no, you cannot do even interfile because your I 140 is not approved. Remember the basis oh. for your 485 application is an I-140 under EB-3, which is not approved, okay? It's still pending. So under the current circumstances, the best thing is to refile the entire thing. Your lawyer said that you can't do premium processing. Go check it out. You can do premium processing. Not every time it will be successful. 90% of the time it's successful, okay? File the entire 485 application to save the kid. Next person, please. Thank you. If Ravi? you need our office assistance and your office will, your company will be okay, we can help you out file the 485 app for you and your uh, okay, son uh, and your family. Sounds good. Thank you. Ravi? Uh, hi, hi, Rahul. Yes, sir. Uh, we applied uh, L2 to H4 COS in March to, uh, this year. Uh, status effective date from June. Uh, it, it was approved uh, this month uh, from October, uh, starting October. So June to October, uh, I think it's out of status. How to correct the I-94? Wait, wait. When did the I-94 expired, you said, previous I-94? 
it's June 2nd. It, when did you file the L2 extension? Uh, L2 to H4COS. I filed in March. I filed in March uh, status, new status effective from June 3rd. October 1st or June 3rd? June 3rd. But uh, it was approved last week with uh, uh, st starting date of October. When is your H1B starting? Uh, it's my spouse. It starts with June 3rd. Oh, so you, you filed before June 3rd. Yes. Uh, so let me understand. The H1B starts on June 3rd. Yes. The L2, L2 expires on June 3rd. Yes. You file H4 before June 3rd. Yes, March. I, I filed in March. But oh, you're good. Even though you got an approval in October, even though the state date says that the start date says October, since the receipt date is before June 3rd, the yes. person is perfectly in legal status. You don't have to do anything. So is there any way to correct the identity for doing it to make Why, why there is no correction needed? But June to uh, June to October you is told me that you told you told me that many times. On the H4, on the H4, what we look into is not the start date. When is the receipt date of it? And you told me two times it was filed in March. Yes, it is. And if yes. I were to trust your statement, the receipt notice will tell me that it is being filed in March. So she's in, she or he is in good shape. You don't need any correction. Okay, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Krishna. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thanks for the opportunity. So uh, my priority date is February 2013. Uh, I recently got my... Yeah, I recently got my perm approved, uh, and um, my uh, my company is ready to file uh, my uh, GC in EB uh, I one forty and AOS in EB three. Uh, we are ready with the documentation, but you know, then the November bulletin came in. You know, everything got retrogressed. So I'm and my lawyer wait, says wait, that wait. If, what what is your priority date? February twelfth, twenty thirteen. In yeah. February twelfth, twenty thirteen, but it is current this month. Yeah, it is current this month. So my my lawyer is ready to file an EB3. Uh, uh, but, you know, and she says that if my date becomes current again in EB2 uh, later, they, she said, you know, you have to do an interfile of to, uh, to, to EB2. Uh, and mm -hmm. you don't, and you don't, you cannot file one more I-140 in EB2. She said, oh, you can only do uh, interfile to move to EB2 from EB3. No, to, how can you interfile when you don't have an I-140 approval under EB2? You have an I-140 approved under EB-2? Uh, no. What do you mean no? It has no. to interfile. You want USCIS to consider you under EB-2. You need okay. to have an I-140 approval. Otherwise, it's not. So okay. at so, this point of time, at this yeah. point of time, okay? Yeah. File a EB-3 I-140. File the 485. Okay. You can discuss the matter later on in the month of November, December. Because... Okay. If you don't file an I-140, you keep arguing with your lawyer right now. You will be Nagarka, Nagatka. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. File yeah. the 485 right now. Yeah. Okay. And if in December, if my date becomes current in EB2, what will be my then, steps? Then you need to file one more labor and, sorry, one more I-140 using the same labor certification. Is the labor certification filed under EB2 or EB3? Uh, EB2. Yeah, you can file using the same labor certification, one more I-140. 
Uh, yeah, but my lawyer, my lawyer says. You, you know, told you told me that you told me that your lawyer told that you cannot. You can, you cannot okay. interfile with what nothing. I mean, where yeah. is there? You don't have labor and you don't have even forty that says CB two. So you yeah. have to file one more thing. Uh, but this is this is not the right time for you to debate. Okay, okay. file EB three and four eight five. The rest of the okay. things you and I can discuss in the month of December. But right now. File it. Don't waste your time on anything else. Yeah, sure. And and one last question. So, if um, uh, you know, my lawyer says that you know, uh, by the time we try to file your I-140 again in EB2, you know, if your perm expires, you know, they cannot do the same because the perm expires in six months once it's approved. Not true. Once an I-140 has been filed, the perm okay. never expires. And you and your lawyer are telling me that you guys are going to file an I-140 before. October thirtieth. That's what yes. you told me. Yes. So that's it. The I one forty never expires. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you. And you, you can come to us. We will do your I one forty using the same labor certification, even after six okay. months, if you want to. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Abhishek was. Hi, Rahul. Thank you so much for uh, you know uh, doing this. Appreciate that. So we have a few questions. Uh, mm -hmm. Our priority date is December fifth, twenty thirteen. we downgraded from eb2 to eb3 last october so we filed everything and the um, eb3 eb3 i140 got approved a couple of months back we did our fingerprinting in june as well so biometrics our medicals everything has been submitted but our i1485 is still pending and we have not yet received our ead as well so um, like with the november bulletin out i guess like this october month is our last hope uh if it gets processed we just wanted to check like what kind of chances do we have right now and if we approach our congress like how should we approach them to make this case as a spotlight so that you know it gets picked up if possible um, there are 100 plus thousand people who are in the same boat like you or uh, i have no special things that i can tell you if you do this it will work Uh, the only exceptions that will be there is for example if there is a armageddon and you have to go in a rocket and you have to blast the rocket and do be the rocket person you have to have a green card and then you want to approach the congressman definitely it works uh, that's the only thing i can think about it so uh, otherwise if you are just contact in a congressman it's same thing as service request doesn't work um but if i have some method that works i will uh, i will tell you and if it's something that i can charge you the money and get it done and believe me we both will be more happy and i don't have a method for sure i will take the money and you will be happy and i'll be happy so in this case like if by any chance we receive an rfe and you know like we have to respond to that and then the case goes in november will we still be applicable like will we will still be in boat or because november you will be you will still be in the 485 boat you will be there but you won't get the green card you will get an ead you will get an advance parole but you won't get the green card okay so that, that being said like um my like our job is work from home basically and we are planning to move to utah or denver in couple of months so if we do that like do we have to do anything with our um, application over here like assuming I, that you get you want you're planning to get married to the ead though 
or adjustment of status. If you wait to move, that means that you give away your H-1B and you're going to rely on the EAD. If you plan to keep moving at a different locations, absolutely, you don't have to do anything, sir. Next person. Thank you. Puneet? Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, can you hear me, sir? Yes, Puneet, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, my H1 and my wife's H4 is valid till November, uh, sorry, uh, April 3rd, April, uh, you know, April 20, 2022. And if she would like to go to India in November, is that okay? Uh, you know, she has to go for stamping to come back. I'm an H1 what and she's an H1. What you're asking me is that if the validity is only four or five, five months, months. Yes. Uh, will it be a problem for her to get the stamping? No, I don't see that as a problem. And again, if I do the H H1 extension in November, is that okay too? Absolutely. That's not a problem. Okay, sure. And H4. Um, there are visas, uh, some visas are considered to be called dual intent visas. Some visas are single intent visas. So if she's coming back in November, and then they ask the question, what are you going to do after April? She can clearly say that my husband and I am going to extend the stay in the United States. That will not be a reason for rejection of the H4 stamping in India or her entry into the United States. But but we can I can file H1 and H4 normally in November, right? Uh, Absolutely, you can do, sir. Next person, thanks. Dinesh? Hey, uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, are you able to hear? Yes, I can. Yeah, Rahul. So my priority date uh, is... Uh, uh, November 2010 with my previous employer and uh, my current employer like they just filed like two three months back uh, the wages and like it's still going on my uh, 2010 what in November so it's still current like and I have like both EB2 and EB3 with them mm -hmm. uh, so uh, my question is, like uh, my dates are current right now like it it, uh, it was current in May or June sometime so is there any duration like I can join my previous employer and uh, uh, file the 485 within a year or something or like there is no duration like that? Within a year. Within a year, like I have to go back and join. Otherwise, like yes. I cannot do, right? Yes. They have to file a 485 within one year. Okay. Um, I will tell you that um, I want you to watch the video what we are making today. Mm -hmm. There's not a good news coming up for you right now. Mm -hmm. Um, there is a chance we may lose all the uh, all the 150,000 green cards that we got this year. There is a chance the entire thing might backtrack. A very good chance, actually. Mm -hmm. There is a chance. Remember, the May 1st, 2010 used to be the priority date in 2012. You remember that date, is it right? Yeah, yeah, I know. And it took almost like nine years to get back to that date. We may go back to that era again. So if you can possibly file a 485 application with your previous company without moving from the current company, though, mm -hmm. I would file a 485 application with them right now. And when, if, you're, if the things remain as it is, when you get a form approval with the current company, I'm going to file a 485 with the current company and let the previous company 485 withdraw it. Okay. 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 Yeah, but I'd... if you can possibly file a 485, mm -hmm. I want you to file a 485 with the previous company. 
Okay, yeah, I'll I'll work with them. Like, let's see. Usually, like, yeah, I agree, but <laughs> I'll see. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Rob. Okay, then. thank you. Sandeep. Hi Rahul, uh, thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, so my priority date is February 2012. Uh, so everything is, I mean, uh, it's a downgrade to AB3, uh, no advanced parole or EAD yet, uh, but I-140 is approved. Uh, so if we, uh, if we file a new 485 under with my EB2 now, and later if I get advanced parole uh, that I applied with EB3, and if I use that for travel, what happens to this new uh, 485? You will be considered to be married to the advanced parole AOS application, technically speaking about. Of EB3? Whichever you use it. Okay. So, so I can't, uh, I mean, even if I file EB2 uh, 485 now, before the travel, it is still married to... Uh... No, if you get the advanced parole, you're not married. If you use it, you're married. Okay. And to, uh, so that doesn't matter like when I file my uh, EB2-485. So I can still, uh, I can go back to EB2-485 anymore if I use advanced parole of EB3. Yeah, you are, it is safe to say that, yes. Okay. And also to interfile, uh, do we have to wait till EB2 uh, final action date to be current? That's the only reason I would interfile. What's the reason for us to interfile? I mean, if the if the data filing also is, is no, current. I would not interfile when the data filing is. What are we achieving by doing it? We're not. We're. We, what are, are we requesting USCIS to approve the green card? No, you can't. Yeah, so if can that's have... the case, why why should I interfile? I would wait. I would wait. I would not interfile with the data filing. I may refile the entire application using that, but I will not interfile with the data filing. So for my priority date, do you recommend a refile or for February 2012? That's a tough question to answer. <laughs> uh, um, that, that, we wa we mm. wanted to make that as a main topic today evening discussion. We had some debates in our office, whether we should, whether we should not. And then we are unable to come up with a clear suggestion to you guys saying that do it. Okay. We're not, we're unable to. It will be your call. And, and, and I want you to watch the video at least for the first 15 minutes that we're going to make. Me and Emily are going to debate on that. Um, and also, there is a chance the whole dates might go back though. In, we don't know whether it's going to be November or whether it's going to be in December. That is coming up too. That's the um, situation. Uh, I mean, like yeah, I know. I mean, we, we were promised to have 80,000 green cards. The, sorry, 120 extra. And now we have 115. Now we are like getting everything screwed up. So we'll have to see if um, yeah, how the things will turn out uh, in you know in the in the Senate, uh, thank you guys. I'm going to go with uh, some of the live questions that I'm receiving. It uh, please watch the video. We'll try to address as much as possible in the video that we're going to have in the evening, guys. Is it good to change the job after applying for it? Yeah, you're fine. You can change. Uh, but the only thing that people need to consider is that if they want to use the EB2 of the previous employer and you file the 48583, you cannot because I-140 belongs to employer. Um, does the 180-day clock reset after file from EB3 to EB2? Good question. No, it does not. You're fine. It does not reset. You're fine. You can still change after that. Uh, 
Anup, yes, if you do the advanced portal in EAD, if you want to move to EB2 line, there are two ways of moving to EB2 line, interfiling or filing a fresh application. Interfiling, you can. Filing a fresh application, you cannot. Jagdish, um, we do have a conference calls uh, for existing customers of Indus Valley. If you would drop an email to me at Rahul at RNLA Group, uh, for our existing paid customers are not invited here. I mean, there is a better way. You won't get your turn here, Jagdish. Uh, but there is a separate conference called Depends on. Is it, are you an adjustment of status applicant? Then we have a separate call. If you're going to file a 485, it's a separate call. Uh, so please make a note of that, okay? Uh, give me one second. So for, for the existing customers who are paid customers for us, we have a different conference call, guys. This is not the conference call. My H-1B extension was rejected. My I-94 expired. You better contact lawyer, Veena. You are, you better contact lawyer. Because if you uh, cross 180 days, uh, you will be in great danger of not coming into the United States. H-4 extensions cannot be filed based on what you want. It has a certain criteria based on your Spouses H1B, the H4 extension will be filed. Uh, we cannot pick and choose the things, guys. Um, I485 case transfer to new office. It could be that they have transferred it to, to the local office for you for the USCIS to conduct the interview, guys. How long one must stay with the current employer after getting the GC approval? One single day. And after that, you can flip a burger, you can. Uh, you can be a Microsoft CEO or you can be a lawyer like me or you can do nothing. It will not cause any problem for you to get the citizenship, sir. Um, H, um, while the H4 is pending though, you guys can still go and get the stamping done in H4. You don't need H4 approval to get the H4 stamping in India. Thank you guys for coming in the next conference call will be tomorrow. And don't forget that we do have a YouTube and Facebook live. We're going to try to address as much as possible guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.